millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Rising, everyone. Happy Monday. If you want to learn about the power of your subconscious mind, that's what we'll be talking about today with author Joseph Murphy. And we're going to be talking a lot about the ego and our happiness. So um, I saw a picture. Hi, everybody is joining. I saw a photo today um, of a picture of two snakes. It was a king cobra and a python. And they were both wrapped around each other. Both of them ended up dying, right? Grand rising. One of them died from suffocation. The other one died of poisoning. And this photo was perfect for what I wanted to discuss today because um, both of the snakes wanted to win, right? They both wanted to win. So what does that equate to us in human form? Is that when we lead with the ego, we try to poison someone else, but we end up, thank you, but we end up poisoning ourselves right? 
So it was a very powerful image. Both of these really, really powerful beings, these snakes were wrapped around each other and they were both dead. And that is the same for us when we operate from our ego. Someone always wants to win. Someone always wants to be right. Someone always has the need to be right. But what ends up happening when you have two people that both want to be right? They both lose. So both of these snakes ended up dying because they both wanted to win. And when I talk about the power of the subconscious mind today, we're going to go from a chapter that's talking about the happiest people and the ego. Um, I've come such a long way with my ego and I still have so much longer to go. But when I can recognize things within myself um, in a way that I used to be truly reactive, like really reactive to situations, especially when it came to relationships, and I would operate from my ego and I would stonewall people and I would do things that I knew would hurt someone else, but it was about me winning. It was about that feeling inside that I had to win against this person. That because I felt hurt, you had to feel hurt. And that's coming from a space of ego. And now I always try to come. Yeah, comments on social media is an example. I always try to come from a space of I always try to come from a space of operating from a love place, even though it's still difficult, but it's much easier than it ever was. So if we continue to practice these things where we come from more of a space of love and just observing the person, knowing that that person is coming from a space of hurt, a need to be right, wounded, you start to respond differently than your need to be right. Because you realize your need to be right isn't even real. It's just the ego. It's the ego trying to protect you. It's the ego that is not necessarily steering you in the right direction. So when we come from a space of just sending out love to a person instead of being revengeful, our life starts to shift because we're operating from a different frequency. When we operate from a different frequency, everything else has to change around us. But if we chose to operate... If we chose to operate from a space of a more lower vibration and a space that was from the ego, you can only attract that level of of circumstance. And once you rise, once you elevate, once you make the conscious choice to say, I'm going to come from a better place. I don't want to be the reason why someone else is hurting. So I'm going to come from a different space. And when we come from that place again, our reality starts to shift. And it can be that simple. If you don't know how to start, you don't know how to help your mind, you don't know how to change things, just think about if I love more, things will change. And that doesn't mean that you don't have boundaries with people. But if you're coming from a loving space, you're not responding from your ego to a person. Thank you, Bruce. Um... So we're going to get into The Power of Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. I literally skip around books. I don't think I've ever read one whole book. Um, The Happiest People. The happiest man is he who constantly brings forth and practices what is best to him. Happiness and virtue complement each other. The the best are not only the happiest, but the happiest are usually the best in the art of living life successfully. 
God is the highest and best in you. Express more of God's love, light, truth, and beauty, and you will become one of the happiest persons in the world. So again, let's just say, thank you. Let's just say, express more of God's love, light, truth, and beauty, and you will become one of the happiest persons in the world today. Being in a situation that I was in last week, if I did not come from a place of love, light, truth, I would be very, very sad, depressed, um, and in a very, thank you, Karen, and um, just not in a good space, right? But I am actively choosing as much as I can before my, before I'm triggered, because there's sometimes you just get triggered and you just fly off the handle, and then that's when I really lose my shit. But I'm able to really pull back and observe, which I think is, I'm proud of that within myself, that I'm able to express love, light, and truth rather than anger, ego, and things of that nature, right? There is but one way to tranquility of mind and happiness. Hey, see, this computer has a mind of its own. It literally moves things by itself. Uh, let this therefore be always ready at hand with thee, both when you wake early in the morning and all day long. My mouse is moving by itself on this computer. That's why this TV is unplugged. And all the day long, and when thou goes late to sleep, to account no external things thine own, but commit all these to God. So what does that mean? That means there's only way to there's only one way to tranquility of mind and happiness. And that is thinking about all of the things that you desire before, as you go to sleep, which is the state of the wish fulfilled. We talk about this, or the, I'm sorry, the state of the kin, state akin to sleep. The state akin to sleep is as you're falling asleep and as you're getting up are the two most powerful times to impress the subconscious mind. That's exactly what this quote is. Okay. There is tremendous power within you. Happiness will come to you when you acquire a sublime confidence in this power. Then you will make your dreams come true. So we literally have all the answers right in the palm of our hand, right within us. And I wrote that in my um, caption last night in my video. It's talking about the power that we have within us. We write the story to the movie we're watching unfold, which is our own life. We are the driver in our car. We are the star of our movie. We are the writer, the director. We are all the things. You can rise victorious over any defeat and realize the cherished desires of your heart through the marvelous power of your subconscious mind. Whosoever trusteth in the Lord, happy is he. And when we talk about the Lord in this book, they talk about the spiritual laws of the subconscious mind. That God is within us, so therefore God is a subconscious mind. I know people lose their shit over this. Get over it or don't listen. You must choose happiness. Happiness is a habit. It's a good habit to ponder on whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, and so on. With that quote. When you open your eyes in the morning, say to yourself, I choose happiness today. And that's one of the biggest things. Choosing happiness. Most of us don't. Even me. And then I realize I am the operant power of my reality. Like I get to choose if I'm going to be happy or not. What is plaguing you today? If I'm in a bad mood, it's like, what are you in a bad mood about? Please share. 
And I'm only talking to myself. But what are you in a bad mood about? And I think about it. I'm like, um, you, you can name anything, but it's not worth your entire day or the trajectory of your day being upset about or being in a bad mood. When you open your eyes in the morning, say to yourself, I choose happiness today. That's simple. I choose success today. I choose right action today. I choose love and goodwill for all today. That's another challenge for people. As soon as you get in your car and you start driving, someone cuts you off, someone beeps a horn at you, someone flips you off. Are you going to allow that to steer your day? Because I know plenty of people that allow that shit to steer their day. Or are you going to get lost in yourself in the best way possible? And see all the great things that there are to be happy about in life. Don't give negativity any power. I choose peace today. Pour life, love, and interest into this affirmation and you have chosen happiness. Give thanks for all your blessings several times a day. There's plenty of opportunities in your day every single day to be grateful for something. Whether it's the breakfast that you're eating, if it's the cup of coffee that you're drinking, if it's the walk that you're going on. I'm so grateful for feeling the sun on my skin. I'm so grateful for <clears throat> the home that I live in. To be the smallest things. But give thanks for all your blessings several times a day. I always say this, but every time I go to the food store, I always say, thank you, universe, for always providing for me. Because I'll buy like five things and it's like $80. I'm like, thank you, universe, for always providing for me. Right? Furthermore, pray for the peace, happiness, and prosperity of all members of your family, your associates, and people everywhere. You must sincerely desire to be happy. Nothing is accomplished without desire. By constantly dwelling on thoughts of fear, worry, anger, hate, and failure, you will become very depressed and unhappy. Remember, your life is what your thoughts make of it. And this all comes back to propaganda. Propaganda is made to keep you in a low vibrational state. And I say this all the time. And people say, why don't you share anything? Like, why don't you share anything that's going on anymore? I don't want to put that out into the collective consciousness. I don't want to be the reason. I did the waking up for people. I did it for three years. The waking up is over. If you don't know what's going on by now, you probably won't ever know. But everybody has their awakening at their own time. Everybody finds the information that they are ready to hear and listen to at the divine timing that they're supposed to. So all the information, all the time that I put my face out there, that's done and over with. What's important now is how to bring people back to creating their own reality. Because most people have no idea that you're even able to do it. You just think that you were dealt the cards that you were dealt, and that's your life, and you have to just deal with it that way. People want to continue to dwell on the past and things that happened. And it's not because I don't believe that these people need to be held accountable for the crimes against humanity they committed. That's not that at all. But that's not my job to prosecute these people. I'm not a prosecutor. What I am is a conscious creator. So if I could help other people consciously create the reality that they're living in, they're no longer no longer to be stuck in that paradigm and timeline of being negative, of being upset, of being full of rage. By constantly dwelling on thoughts of fear, worry, anger, hate, and failure, you will become very depressed and unhappy. And so many of these people that continue to share this shit, they are full of fear, worry, anger, hate, and failure. And that's not where I'm going to live. 
if I'm here on this earth at this time to be whatever kind of worker, a light worker or whatever it is, then I'm going to help people bring fucking light to themselves. If you want to dwell in the past of things, you can do that. But we have a choice whether we want to do that or not. You cannot buy happiness with all the money in the world. And that is so fucking true. You can't. Money can get you opportunities. Money can buy you opportunities. Money can buy you experiences that might lead to a, a certain amount of happiness. But at the end of the day, when you feel you have it all and you're still empty on the inside, happiness can only come from your state of being. Many people with very little worldly goods are very happy and some are very unhappy. Some married people are happy and some are very unhappy. Some single people are happy and some are very unhappy. The kingdom of happiness is in your thought and feeling. Because that is the truth. Some people you might see from the outside and say, that person has everything. Wow, they're so lucky they have everything. But to them, they could feel like they have nothing. Why is that? Happiness is an inside job. It doesn't come from all the things that you can buy. It doesn't come from all the material things that you can accumulate doesn't come from that again many people with very little worldly goods are very happy and some are very unhappy happiness is all about perspective just as much as wealth is all about perspective the richest person in the world can feel like they have nothing and the poorest person in the world can feel like they have everything by just having them and their dog sitting there on the street with nothing to you to your perception that amount of nothing is like, wow, I feel so bad for that person. They don't have anything. And to that person, they can see their life as I have everything that I could possibly need. Happiness is the harvest of a quiet mind. Anchor your thoughts on peace, poise, security, and divine guidance, and your mind will be productive of happiness. There's no block to your happiness. External things are not causative. These are effects, not cause. Take your cue from the only creative principle within you. Your thought is cause. And a new cause produces a new effect and you get to choose happiness. If it's going to be, it's up to me. Exactly. Okay, let's see. Okay, we're going to go to the master key to happy relationships with others. So, okay, let's go back again then. <laughs> let's see. Hey, go back. Sometimes this plays nice with me and sometimes it doesn't. And right now it's not. Okay, whatever. Guys, this is bothering me right now. Hold on. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Okay. To judge is to think. To arrive at a mental verdict or conclusion in your mind. The thought you have about the other person is your thought because you are thinking it. Your thoughts are creative. Therefore, you actually create in your own experience. My mother is texting me right now. Your thoughts are creative. Therefore, you actually create in your own experience what you think and feel about the other person. It is also true that the suggestion you give to another, you give to yourself. Because your mind is the creative medium. And we've talked about this before, that when you're judging someone else, when you're feeling something about someone else, you're actually giving that feeling to yourself because your subconscious mind doesn't know the difference. Your subconscious mind doesn't judge you for what you're saying. Your subconscious mind doesn't say you shouldn't think that because it's not nice. 
you're giving yourself that suggestion as well. So when you think that you're talking about somebody else, you're actually talking about yourself. You're actually judging yourself. This is why it is said, For with what judgment ye judged, ye shall be judged. When you know this law... <clears throat> this is... When you know this law and how the subconscious mind works, you are careful to think, feel, and act right towards the other. These verses teach you about the emancipation of man and reveal to you the solution to your individual problems. Like when we were younger, when I was younger at least, you know, you gossip about people and all this stuff. Sometimes people just need things to talk about, right? But you notice that those are the people that are never truly happy and fulfilled when they constantly have to talk about other people. Because realistically, what does that have to do with your reality? When you are talking bad about someone else, how does that really affect you? It affects, it affects you based on your thinking and the way that you think. Because you could tell one person the scenario that you're in, and you could tell another person the scenario that you're in, and they'll give you two different answers. It's all about the perspective, and it's all about where we're coming from, from a healed space or from a wounded space. The good you do for others comes back to you in like measure, and the evil you do returns to you by the law of your own mind. If a man cheats and deceives another, he is actually cheating and deceiving himself. His sense of guilt and mood of loss inevitably will attract loss to him in some way at some time. His subconscious records records his mental act and reacts according to the mental intention or motivation. Your subconscious mind is impersonal and unchanging, neither considering persons nor respecting religious affiliations or institutions of any kind. It is neither compassionate or vindictive. The way you think, feel, and act towards others returns at last upon yourself. So no matter what we think about somebody else and we think that we're judging that person, we're actually judging ourselves. And it takes a long time to really understand that. Because if you're judging someone else, that means there's something within you that you don't possess or that you feel that you need or that you feel that you're in lack of. And when we come from a state of lack, all that we can do is what? Attract more lack. Begin now to observe yourself. Observe your reactions to people, conditions, and circumstances. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Can you observe yourself when you are in difficult situations and see how you react? Observe your reactions to people, conditions, and circumstances. I was tested greatly in the last week. And instead of going into a state of sadness, instead of going into a state of depression or a state of lack, I've worked hard enough on myself to where I am not able to be shaken by things. And it's not because I don't allow myself to feel. I just don't allow myself to react when I understand fully where another person is coming from. I understand fully that other people come from a wounded space. And not because I don't have my own wounds, because I still have triggers, I still have wounding. But I'm just less reactive to it because I have an understanding of it. And when we really try to understand people and come from that place, we allow them their space to express themselves the way we want to. And then we get to choose whether or not we engage with them or if we don't. We get to choose that I'm just going to send them so much love, but I don't think that they're the right person to be in my life. Or I'm going to send that person so much love and I'm going to allow them space to heal. And then we can come back together as friends or in a relationship or whatever it might be. But it's observing your reactions. Do you allow you to yourself to dwell in sorrows because you are reacting from a person that came from a space of serious wounding? Or are, are you at a space in your life where you work so much on your healing that you can see things for what they are? That's the question. We're going to switch over to Project 369. This is the key to the universe and evolved consciousness. So, let's get into... The I Am-ness. Pirates is joining. What's up? To understand consciousness and apply its principles in your everyday life, you must get a deeper understanding of what it truly is. Consciousness, which is your I Am-ness. I cannot stress enough. How important it is to know what your I am-ness is, which is your self-concept. It's the concept that you have of yourself, right? So if your concept of yourself is, I am not worthy, I am not chosen, I am so stupid, I am so fat, this is your I am-ness. I am a loser. All these negative things, that is your I am-ness. I'm broke. I am broke. Right? I am broken. I'm not loved. I'm not good at this. I'm never going to have that. If we speak in that language, those are all lack places, obviously. I'm starting to notice I get less triggered, and when I get triggered, I release much easier. Same. 
where before I would stonewall people and just not talk to them for days or weeks and things like that. Like, I mean, I haven't done that in a long time, but that would be my reaction. I would want a person to suffer the way that I was suffering. And again, that's coming from a state of suffering. So I'm responding to that and I'm trying to make someone else feel my pain. I am feeling pain, so you have to feel pain. And that's the ego space that's coming from the ego. That's not coming from love. That's coming from ego. You get to choose. And again, another another quote about the difference between your intuition and your ego. I don't remember what I said, but <laughs> it's in the caption from last night about the ego and intuition, about knowing the difference. It'll come to me. Um, so your I amness is awareness, awareness in your mind. Mind is light and light is spirit. Are you aware of reading this at this very moment? Can you imagine a flower and smell it? Can you imagine a ball and feel it? That is spiritual sensation. And the spiritual sensation is consciousness experiencing itself through the individualization of life, through me, through you, and through everything else in the middle. Consciousness in humankind can be explained in three parts, and that's conscious, subconscious, and your superconscious mind. Okay, let's... I'm going to go back to be the energy you want to attract. Because that is really, be the energy that you want to attract. Who you surround yourself with is you pushed out. Think about your friends, think about your family, think about those that you always surround yourself with. Everyone in your life is merely a reflection of your dominant beliefs about yourselves and others. If you have a belief that you are not good enough, you will continue to meet people who believe you are not good enough. Do we hear that? If you don't feel you're good enough, you will continue to manifest people that show you that you're just not good enough. That make you feel like you're not good enough. I believe in a relationship, part of being together is helping each other get through hard things. When you, when do you think is a good time to say enough or you should, or should you, or you never say enough? It depends on your situation. I mean, it, it wholeheartedly depends on your situation. If you're in a, an abusive relationship, you don't just like send love and be like, oh, I'm just going to send you love. That's not what what I'm saying. If you are in a relationship that's difficult all the time and that really steals your happiness and your joy and you're unable to be in a good mind space. If, okay. Someone that I love dearly said about relationships, is this... <laughs> Is this person good for my nervous system? That's the easiest answer. You know yes or no. Is this person good for my nervous system? Yes or no? You only know the answer. If you're constantly in a state of nervousness, anxiety, panic, fear, worry, in a relationship with someone, it's probably not the right relationship. If that person doesn't want to go on their healing journey to make you feel good, to make themselves feel good so that they can make you feel good, then they're not the person for you. It's all about setting boundaries. You can love somebody and not be with them. I've had to do that on many occasions. If you believe everyone is rude to you, you will continue to meet people who are in fact rude to you. Now, if you believe you are successful and even more worthy of success, people will treat you as such. This one woman that I used to work for, she had this gorgeous children's boutique. She said to me, always walk with authority and direction. 
When you do that, when you walk into a space with authority and direction, no one's going to say, hey, what are you doing here? No one's going to say, hey, do you need this? Like there was plenty of times where I was in spaces that I was not supposed to be in. And I would walk around like I own the place and everybody would be like, oh, hey, how are you? Just greet me. Always walk with authority and direction. So like they said, if you believe that you're successful and more worthy of success, people will treat you like that. So if you walk around with authority and direction, people are going to treat you like you deserve to have that authority and the direction that you have. Try it. Try it today, wherever you go. If you believe that you are kind and compassionate, people will reflect it back to you. Who you surround yourself with will undoubtedly reflect your state of consciousness. Show, such as the old merit or the old saying, show me your friends and I will tell you who you are. And that's so true. For example, if you have a strong desire, but you're surrounding yourself with people who are not aligned with it, your desire will be rendered lifeless. A flame extinguished, a dream dissolved. Again, your current friends have been and your future friends will be attracted to your life in accordance with your beliefs about yourself and your world. I had many friends when I was younger and I would say, I'm moving to California. I'm going to do this and I'm going to, you know, whatever it was that I wanted to do at the time. But you can't do that. You'll, you can't move to California. And that was their mindset. They were in a limited space where they couldn't understand or they couldn't see that that was a possibility. And so what happened? Those friends faded out of my life, right? Because it didn't match the energy that I was putting out there. The energy of potential, the energy of having a bigger life, the energy of opportunity, right? Realize that your life is what you believe it to be externalized. And that's a pretty powerful statement because when you look at your life on the outside, that is what you believe to be on the inside. So if you don't have the level of success, happiness, abundance, love, there are things that you believe on the inside that you don't have yet that have not been able to be externalized. The environments that you are in have been, have been and will continue to be harmoniously attracted according to your beliefs about yourself and your world. Again, your life is a mirror. And if you don't like what you see in the mirror, you don't change the mirror. And the mirror is our outside world. You don't change the outside world or try to change a person or try to change a scenario. You change the inside. You change what is standing in the mirror, which is you. So you don't try to change the mirror. Rather, you change the beliefs that the mirror is reflecting. So if you look in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I look so fat today. You don't try to like change the mirror. You change your body. You say, I'm going to go to the gym today. I'm going to start eating more healthy. I'm going to go on a juice cleanse. You don't change the mirror. You change yourself. So if you don't like what's going on in your world, you don't change the world. You change what's going on inside of yourself because you created it. It's an unfortunate truth. Believe me, I know. There's no point in trying to change your surroundings and environments. For once you change your beliefs, your whole life will have no option but to change accordingly. Going on. If your life is a mirror that is forever reflecting your beliefs, what do you and the people around you believe? And that's a question. What do the people and you, like, around you believe? Like, what do you believe and what do the people that surround you believe? Do you believe that you can be successful? Do you believe that you can have anything that you want? Or do you sit around and you're like, oh, I can't pay this bill this month, or how am I going to do this? And I'd really love to have this, but I just can't afford it. What are you and the people that around you believing? 
And there are many people that I love, but I just have to keep my distance from because the way that their mind works, they're always in a victim state of consciousness. And I can't, I cannot have that because I don't want to be brought down. I want to be brought up. Being the energy that I want to attract, I don't want to attract energy of people that are constantly complaining or constantly in a state of lack. I'm doing the work every day. I'm working really hard. So when I'm surrounded with people that feel that they can't do it and they're unsuccessful and yeah, woe is me. I don't want that energy because I'm working so hard to change that in myself. Show me who you, who your friends are and I'll show you who you are. Do you have the ambitions? Do you have the goals? And if you don't, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no judgment in that, but that's the way that you choose to live your life and other people choose to live their lives in other ways. The choice, uh, okay. Okay, so what do the people around you believe? It's, unset- it's an unsettling truth and how can you change this? You can either choose to be alone for a while or you can surround yourself with like-minded individuals who see things and are aligned with your vision. The choice of increased solitude is often the easier route as true friends typically honor and respect the process of another friend working towards self-improvement. The brilliant inventor Nikola Tesla summarized solitude in his own words when he said, be alone, that is when ideas are born. And that's true. When you're always or when you always feel that you have to be in someone else's energy, when you can't be by yourself, you're just enmeshed with someone else's energy field all the time because you're coming from a state of lack. But when you can be alone, When you can be alone, that is when you truly know and understand what your desires are because they're not connected to someone else's energy field. And when you can spend time alone and by yourself, that's when you see things the most clearly. Like when you meditate, you're alone, you're by yourself, you're in your own mind, you're in your own consciousness, and that's when answers come to you when you are alone. A lot of people cannot face aloneness. I know so many people that are so addicted to women. They're so addicted to sex. They're so addicted to escapism. They're so addicted to their work. They cannot be alone. They cannot be alone. They're addicted to alcohol. There's always something that they need to have in order to feel that temporary fulfillment because they don't know how to be alone. And you can never find your own happiness if you cannot be happy by yourself. If you cannot be happy alone, how are you going to be happy with someone else? Because you're always looking for someone else to fill you. You're always looking for someone else to fill your cup, whether it's for 10 minutes or an hour or a day. Finding the happiness within ourselves is how we can co-create a reality that we truly want. You reserve your energy when you're alone. And when you use this energy that is in reserve for yourself, you are left with more than enough to manifest the life that you desire. Many called Nikola Tesla insane because of his passionate work ethic, which ultimately led to the realization of the technology that we use today. They failed to see that what they labeled insanity was the very reason for his success, being in the constant company of his vision, reserving his energy and putting it into or onto his desires, whereto he proceeded to realize them with pure alignment. So he was able to align himself with exactly what he wanted by spending time alone. By allowing his ideas to unfold with no outside interruption. And we need that on our journey. It's to just be still and be alone. And most people are too afraid of that because that means you have to face yourself. 
when you have to face yourself being alone, that's terrifying for many people. Although balance should not be overlooked when you are alone, you are afforded the time, energy, and space to focus on cultivating skills, gathering ideas, and expanding your beliefs about yourself and your world. Once you love being alone, it becomes natural. And once you are aligned with your vision, you and your vision become one. Once you love being alone, it becomes natural. And then you can really center yourself and you don't, you won't allow certain people in your energy field because you know exactly where you are when you're centered. And then when people that are unfavorable to you are in your energy field, you're going to notice right away, I don't like my energy around this person. Whereas maybe before that person might have been your best friend. But after you spend time alone with yourself and you're in an energy field that you don't like, you are able to use your discernment much quicker than if you're constantly surrounding yourself with people because you're afraid of being alone. There's nothing more peaceful than being able to be in your own solitude and being happy there. And it's different from being in your own solitude than pushing people away so that you're alone because you're afraid of connection. Those are two different kinds of solitude. This is what we're talking about is being one with yourself. Some people get way too comfortable being alone that they don't even know how to connect with anyone. They have moments of connection. They have moments of pleasure with no connection whatsoever, but that makes them feel connected. The other option you have is surround yourself with people who are aligned with your vision. This may be difficult if you are new to the environment of such a vibration. Varying on your current state of consciousness, you may become irritated by a new environmental vibration in view of the fact that your current beliefs about yourselves and your world. In the early stages of meeting people who align with your vision, you may notice discord between your beliefs and their beliefs. You may still have limiting beliefs or doubts programmed from previous environments you're used to being in. And again, when you start to level up in your life, you might feel uncomfortable by other people that are already really successful. But we can only learn from people who are on different levels than we are. In the same way, we can also learn from people that are in levels below us. And we can understand that that is not where I want to resonate anymore. Maybe at one point, I manifested this to myself and I resonated with this type of person. And now I don't. Because I see my growth. I see my value. I see my worth. Right? So we'll wrap up there for today. I hope that everybody has a beautiful Monday and that this was a good start to your week. We have another retreat coming up September 27th. I cannot wait. It's in Tulum, Mexico. Uh, I was just there last week and had a beautiful time. So September 27th to October 2nd, you can use discount code CRYSTALSR2. I'm going to be going live tonight with the gang, with people that are speaking at the retreat, and it's going to be amazing. So I'll be live tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I will see you guys later. If you want tickets, you can go to nourishmysoulretreats.org. It is a nonprofit organization. So that means you can or you may use your ticket sell as a tax deductible. So I will see you guys tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sending you all so much love. Have a beautiful day. Adios. 
energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. 